0: Section 2 of The English Restoration and Louis XIV by Osmond Airy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 1 Peace of Westphalia. 1. General Effect. The Peace of Westphalia, October 28, 1648, which closed the desolating struggle of the Thirty Years' War, ushered in a new phase of European history with the exception of Russia, Poland, and Turkey, not yet to be regarded as European nations, and of England, absorbed in her own internal settlement, there was not a country in Europe which did not henceforth work under new conditions. The political map was designed afresh, the old names indeed were retained, but new conceptions were associated with them. France, Germany, the Empire, Spain, and the countries of the North meant from this moment something profoundly different both individually and relatively from what they had previously meant the power of the austrian house was worn out the spanish branch had lost its old influence in italy its armies had been shattered at roquois and nordlingen it had been compelled through sheer weakness to abandon the struggle with the united provinces and it was hampered by domestic troubles while the german branch territorially and politically dissociated from the spanish had now to relax completely her failing grasp upon the princes of the empire and the free towns sweden had become dominant in the north but without a preponderance so great as to render her a danger to european peace france was for the time more than satisfied with the position in which she was left by the treaties and was regarded by the secondary states not as a menace, but as a guarantee of their independence. It was still more important that ideas which had in the past generally ruled the relations of peoples were ostensibly abandoned, and a new groundwork of international policy was accepted with universal consent. Hitherto, community of religion had been the recognized basis upon which alliances had been made and wars waged. But the Thirty Years' War is the last war of religion in Europe. The Peace of Westphalia did for European repose what Henry of Navarre had done for French unity. Waves of religious emotion, indeed, did afterwards, from time to time, momentarily influence a country's policy, but only as incidental adjuncts to secular considerations. For the first time in the history of Christendom, the wishes and decrees, of the head of the catholic church were openly ignored in vain the papal nuncio strove to maintain the influence of rome in vain he protested in her name against the attacks which by the toleration of heretics and the secularisation of ecclesiastical property were dealt to the church and in vain when the treaties were concluded and had become the law of europe the holy see declared them null invalid disavowed without force and without effect the thunders of rome fell upon unheeding ears the ecclesiastical idea had been replaced by a policy which boldly declared its national and secular origin henceforward it is the independence of individual states or to use a phrase as old as the reign of elizabeth the balance of power which becomes the ruling principle of international life Two germany for germany three things were done in the first place there was granted an amnesty partial indeed within the hereditary domains of the emperor but complete and comprehensive over the rest of the empire this amnesty was no mere pardoning of political offences on the one side or the other but an absolute re-establishment of those who had been dispossessed of their territories during the war The religious difficulty was overcome by a compromise based on the Peace of Augsburg in 1555 between the rival faiths and between the rival branches of Protestantism. All questions of ecclesiastical property were determined by actual possession in 1624, that year being chosen as lying between 1618, the year when the Thirty Years' War began, and 1627, when Catholicism was again in the ascendant while a reconstitution of the extraordinary commissions of the diet with equal representation of catholics and protestants provided for the settlement of all future disputes finally the relations of the emperor to the states of the empire were so revised as to modify profoundly the political constitution under ferdinand II and ferdinand iii the increasing power of the austrian house had gone far to stifle the independence of the princes of the empire and this independence they now recovered at the very base of the new settlement lay the condition that henceforth the free consent of the states of the empire assembled in diet should be necessary for all action on the part of the empire as a whole still more important was it that each state now secured the right of making foreign alliances so long as these were not directed against the emperor, the empire, the public peace, or the treaty itself. This was the work of French diplomacy. Mazarin took care to do in Germany the reverse of what he was bent upon doing in France. There we shall see him ready to sacrifice all to render the central power supreme over every form of independent and local action. At home, his aim was to weaken the central power to the utmost he followed the steps of richelieu in crushing the feudal idea in france he replaced and supported it in germany his object was that when occasion should arise it might be easy to create among these independent princes leagues which should paralyze the emperor's power of offensive action against france whilst they opened the way for her arms to the heart of the spanish low countries three france treaties of peace usually betoken a step in the rise or fall of nations for the power of the austrian house the peace of westphalia was a striking mark of decline for france it was the visible completion of a great bound to european supremacy it was emphatically a french triumph and as her efforts had been great, so, for her patronage of the new Germanic federation, France reaped a rich reward. She was enabled at length to relinquish victoriously one part of her life-and-death struggle with the House of Austria, while by the condition that the Emperor and Empire were not to interfere in the war still to be fought out with Spain, she was set free to continue and to bring to a glorious termination, twelve years later, a conflict which had lasted with varying fortunes since the time of francis i the defenceless position of paris within but a few days march of an enemy's fortresses had ever been a source of anxiety to french statesmen to make her strategically as she was historically the heart of france was the principal aim of their diplomacy that aim was now in a great measure realized by the cession of upper and lower alsace with Zundgau and the prefectures of ten imperial towns france gained the coveted rhine frontier by the possession of old breisach and the right of placing a garrison in philipsburg she secured two advanced posts in germany while the stipulation that between basel and philipsburg no fortress might be established on the right bank of the river several existing strongholds being dismantled, placed the whole of the Upper Rhine, with the exception of Strasbourg, and places belonging to immediate vassals of the empire, unreservedly in her hands. At the same time, commerce and navigation were made free throughout its course. Thus, while Austria was no longer able to join hands with Spain and the Netherlands, inasmuch as the intervening states were now independent and the emperor could not march through them without their leave france had secured a riverway into the heart of the united provinces the whole rhine valley indeed was at her mercy for the great ecclesiastical electorates of treves and mayence were in her interest she obtained moreover the full recognition of her rights to the bishoprics of metz toul and verdun with their districts a right which she had claimed and practically exercised since their conquest by henry the second and she thereby secured a new and easy road avoiding the strong fortress of stenay to the frontier of the spanish low countries lastly the undisputed possession of Pinerolo, which she had acquired in sixteen thirty two opened to her a path through the passes of the alps into piedmont By all these acquisitions, France had placed herself beyond the possibility of a sudden attack on her eastern frontier. For the full accomplishment, however, of her ambition, she had to wait. To the northeast lay the Spanish low countries, with their line of well-nigh impregnable fortresses. For securing them, or at least for neutralizing the danger which they threatened, every French minister had his scheme richelieu had proposed to form of them a free state mazarin desired to conquer them the dutch proposed to divide them with france it will be seen that in this direction the ambition of france was for a time frustrated that though a great step was made at the peace of the pyrenees in sixteen fifty nine the spanish low countries were to form the object of thirty years more of intrigue and war sweden Sweden, supported by France, made good her claim to a heavy share in the spoils of victory. She obtained the whole of nearer and part of further Pomerania, with the reversion of the rest on the extinction of the male branch of the Brandenburg house. She thus secured the towns of Stetten, Gatz, Dam, and Golnau, with the islands of Rügen and Wolin, which gave her complete command of the mouths of the Oder on both banks while the cession of the town and harbour of wismar the archbishopric of bremen and the bishopric of Verden placed in her power the navigation of the elba all these she held as immediate fiefs of the empire and thus claimed for bremen Verden, and pomerania three voices in the imperial diet she was also allowed to erect a sovereign court at wismar with a university at greifswald she had thus assured to her a communication with the scandinavian states and her dominion of the baltic and not only was placed in a position of marked though not crushing supremacy in the north of europe but gained a distinct hold upon germany both territorially and consultatively which lasted until the treaty of stockholm in seventeen twenty. five. spain From all participation in that part of the Peace of Westphalia which concerned France and the Emperor, Spain was rigorously excluded. Exhausted and bankrupt from the war with France and the struggle with the Dutch, she had long been anxious for peace. But the terms demanded by Mazarin in 1646 had been too much for her pride that minister was bent upon wresting from her the barrier of fortresses which made french safety or extension to the northeast impossible for this purpose he proposed to exchange the spanish low countries for catalonia and roussillon then in the possession of france but spain hoped in view of the confusion caused in france by the civil troubles then nearly at their height to regain catalonia and roussillon by force of arms the spanish netherlands she determined to save in another way she resolved to bow to necessity and to close her long and profitless struggle with her rebellious subjects the dutch on their side were at the time not unwilling to dissolve their long-standing alliance with france they were alarmed at her rising power and at the prospect of a french army in occupation of the spanish low countries which at present formed a barrier between themselves and french ambition Spain sedulously fostered this feeling and on January 30th 1648 concluded a treaty at Münster whereby she at last acknowledged the complete independence of the United Provinces she ceded to them all the places in Brabant Flanders and Limburg of which they were then in possession afterwards known as the generality and she even granted liberty of conscience to all dutch subjects in her territory lastly she consented to close the navigation of the scheldt and adjoining waterways and so to ruin antwerp her great commercial centre for the benefit of its dutch rival amsterdam germany reconstituted upon a decentralisation basis under the protection of france which now became the foremost european power the supremacy of austria in central europe destroyed Sweden in a position of commanding strength in the north, the Spanish monarchy severed from Austria and left face to face with France, Switzerland formally detached from the empire, the United Provinces a new and independent kingdom. Such is a rough political map of Europe after the peace of Westphalia. End of section 2.